0: Can't remember how to shine? Lost your confidence? Your fight? We've got you. For faith, fitness, and friendship collide. For women by women, this is the She Rugged podcast. I'm your host, Mom, Pup Mom, Athlete, and Life Performance Coach, Michelle Yates. Why bother? Why bother trying? Why bother praying? What is the reason for praying? Is there a God? What would make us think that there is a God? And most importantly, we are starting to cover the armor of God in our She Rugged and Rugged Running Bible Study groups. And you're welcome to join. Hit me up with an email and we'll have you um, participate in some of those. And those are now open to anybody that does want to participate in those. So, again, why bother? Who are we trying to? Defend ourselves against what are we trying to defend ourselves against and is it really necessary or should our very valuable energy be placed somewhere else? I'll leave it up to you to decide or if the Holy Spirit tugs on you. But in Ephesians, which we are studying, finally, be strong in the Lord, in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes the devils, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against each other, right? It's not, you know, against, you know, your neighbor. It's not against your sister, your brother, you know, knock it off, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. And again, you can find that in Ephesians and you can find a ton of stuff and guidance. Even if you aren't quite sure and you're not even sure how to go about reading the Bible or where you should start. I would recommend starting in Ephesians because that's where we're starting for She Rugged this first quarter and we are doing that because I think that it displays this very important foundation that can help us build an even stronger, I don't know, faith, world around us, a loving world, caring world, all these things that we hear about that are wonderful and lovely, but just build a stronger person within ourselves. The devil then, right? The boogeyman, really, Michelle? Come on now. Yes, yes. And I can say that through Bible studies and group meetings and participations, and even through my own experiences, there has been a lot of evil. And I think that if you were to sit yourself down and think about it, you would think about, look at all this evil in this world, right? And where is that coming from? And if there is a God, why isn't he stopping it? And the reality is, is because God gives us free will. He gives us the ability to choose And some people do not choose wisely. They do not choose lovingly. And they choose evil over what he has to say, what he's telling them to do. Um, We can find a lot of information in the Bible and guidance in the Bible on what we should and shouldn't do and how we should handle things. And that is why I'm a huge fan of it, because you may think that nothing relates to, these days. Nothing in the Bible translates into what's going on in these days. But let me tell you, it absolutely does. There are stories about prostitutes in the Bible. And even though we don't want to hear it, guess what? We have 15-year-old girls that are into prostitution, and it's not even by choice. Yeah, I said by choice, because some of them may have been dealt the hard bargain. Some of them, you know, grew up maybe without a dad and are living on the streets by the time they're 12, 13, you know, hit puberty. What else are they going to do, you know? So there are things out there. There is evil out there. And the Bible does translate into the world today and things that you need to make sure that you have your defense up on. The defense mechanism that I am speaking of is the armor of God. And I have discussed a little bit before about the five D's of the devil's schemes. And those five D's are doubt. And that's doubt in God's word. That's doubt that God is going to deliver. That's doubt that, you know, we should have faith and hope and love one another. That's, you know, being Selfish and taking care of yourself and out for yourself instead of helping others. All of that good stuff. Discouragement. Discouragement makes you look at problems and not at God. It makes you focus on these you know, things that you cannot control. And it overwhelms us, right? Instead of finding prayer and controlling what we can control and giving the rest to God for his help. Diversion is the third one. And it makes wrong things seem really pretty and nice and shiny and sparkly and wonderful. We've all heard about, and maybe we've even experienced, where a spouse has thought the grass was greener on the other side. And you wonder, why would God do this? You know, the individual has you know, children and, you know, the wife has been wonderful or whatever it may be. But anyways, diversion does come into play here, doesn't it? And then defeat. It makes you feel like a failure. I can't tell you how many people I've worked with who don't feel like they are enough, who think that even children nowadays, you know, they're already, I want to say, tainted. They Um, have no hope, no faith, no desire, no goals, and it's because they're already defeated and the devil is doing this. He has his ways, right? And finally, delay makes you put off something. How many of you did reach your goals in your life so far? How many of you did get that career that you wanted? How many of you checked off boxes on your overall checklist How many of you have not? It's just a question of whether or not you're being procrastinating for whatever reason, or maybe you are thinking that you're not good enough, as I said before, and maybe several of these D's do intertwine with, you know, where you're at today and where you thought you'd be at. Now, I feel like a majority of us aren't where we're supposed to be at or where we feel like we should be at, but that's where things get tricky again, because it's not where we should be at or where we think we should be at. It's where God thinks we should be at. Are we living our purpose? Are we serving others with the gifts and talents that he has given us? So again, those five Ds to be very, very aware of, doubt, discouragement, diversion, defeat and delay. And you can find those in Genesis right at the beginning of the Bible. You can find those at the beginning of the Bible and Genesis, but we are talking mostly about Ephesians. I bring them up because I'm saying, why should we bother to put on the so-called armor of God? Does it really work? How do we use it? What is it? What do we do now? We can spend actually a whole year just on this. So we are going to do our best to just start it out and, Hopefully, help you put on the armor of God on a daily basis. What is it? What is this armor of God? This armor of God represents the defense we must take in our spiritual lives. The devil and his schemes, he's trying to attack us in all those 5D ways and probably plenty more. There is evil out there. How can we use this to help ourselves or help each other? We aren't just out for ourselves here, though. We are. Wanting to put on the armor of God to live in a way that signifies that we know Jesus so that others may come to Jesus too, right? That we may distinguish what is true from what is untrue. Oh, those lies and those pretty things and those shiny things and, you know, beautiful people and whatever else seem all wonderful, but we all know somebody who's pretty or beautiful or handsome that is actually— completely ugly inside, right? What do you think was the first piece of armor that Paul talked about? He talked about the belt of truth. Why the belt? Why do you think it was the belt? Well, it was the belt because it's a crucial piece that a soldier usually uses to support all of their other elements. Just think like your massive tool belt, right? You have your tool belt, all the knowledge, the wisdom, the things that you need in that belt, but that is why he went with the belt of truth first, and that is the first piece I'm going to discuss, the belt of truth. It must be secure in order to bear the weight of all the rest of the armor. Next up, I'm going to go for the helmet of salvation. So why would you think that we should have a helmet of salvation? I'm going to tell you right now that a lot of you really are interested in a lot of my mindset and mental imagery, mental preparation and mental health portions of my education that I put out. And the helmet is the last piece of armor that is put on, and it is because it's a symbol of readiness, and it is a vital, vital piece because we must protect our heads, our thoughts, our minds from the enemy, from all those things I just told you, too, with not feeling like you're enough, from the diversion, from, again, recognizing what is true and what is untrue. Next up, the breastplate of righteousness, and it protects the heart, our vital organs, It's perfectly fitted in the soldier to protect the soldier. So we are looking through prayers and scriptures and reading and journaling and doing all of this stuff in order to protect our hearts, to protect our vital organs. Next up is the shield of faith. We can't see God, but we know he's there. Some of us do. Some of you may not believe yet. That's okay. But in anything, we should believe in him, in all of our circumstances, even the hard ones, right? Even the sucky ones, when we embrace the suck. I've talked about that before. The faith shields us from the enemy's attacks. It shields us from the harm that can be done to us, the, you know, how easy Could it be for me, for those of you that know my background, with all the health problems and everything else to let the devil into my mind, to like, just be like, give up. And the thing is, is some of you would support that. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. You're trying to do it in a caring way, but it would be okay for me to say, me, I'm not going to run anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Yada, yada, yada. And you guys would be like, it's okay. You've gone through a lot. But the thing is, is just like when somebody tells you, oh, there's always next time. It's okay that you DNF'd, or there's another race. There's not. How do you know? There is not another race. There is not another time. You should definitely be putting on your armor of God, even when you suit up for your running races, because the mental attacks are going to come upon you. Because if you let your light shine and you achieve your goals, then devil's going to hate that. And he's not going to like that. And of course, he's going to try to take that away from you. Do any of you have imposter syndrome? Because the next one, the sword of the spirit, can help you with that. How do I mean? I mean, because it's our weapon of defense. It is the word of God. And we need proper training with a sword. We need proper training with God's word. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be perfect, but the spirit teaches us how to use his word. So we have to sharpen it. We have to sharpen our sword of the spirit. And we do that by spending time Bible reading, Bible studies, you know, learning as much as we possibly can about it. And maybe we end up thinking one thing and it's the wrong thing and maybe whatever. I just don't want you to be discouraged from participating, thinking that everybody has it all, knows it all, because even the best Bible scholars in the world don't even know it all. So don't feel Like you have to have it all together to come to this table, to come to these meetings, to come to learn about Jesus because nobody had it all together and nobody still has it all together. Only Jesus knows. Only God knows. So don't be discouraged when wanting to sharpen your sword. Shoes. We all have some probably pretty awesome fitness shoes up in our house. Maybe we have some nice boots. I'm not sure. I like to go with the running shoe theme here because the last one are the shoes of peace. And those shoes of peace are bringing us to everybody else to spread the good news, the good news of God. We fight spiritually. We bring peace, love, and good news of Jesus with these shoes of peace. They help us spread the word and I'm going to say mine are nice and flashy and shiny and loud and proud and some might not be so much, but you can shine those shoes and the best way to shine those shoes is to share your faith with others and to stand firm in what you believe. Don't kind of half, you know, it. you want to make sure that you actually stand firm in what you believe and that your faith is unwavering. And if there's question or there becomes doubt, remember that from earlier in the podcast, then lean even harder into Jesus's word and he will show you the way. He will help you to say what you need to say. Even for me, this is not perfect. This podcast is not the greatest, but hopefully it's reaching some of you to you know encourage you To read a little bit more about Jesus. And maybe the way that we treat each other and treat each other well can show others that, hey, look, they believe in Jesus. Maybe I should believe in that Jesus guy or get to know him a little bit more and see what it's all about because they, you know, seem to have a pretty good life and, you know, things are going okay. Or, you know, when things don't, they can rise up um, over these challenges. And it seems to always go back on this Jesus and God guy. Maybe I need to, you know, I need to just join a Bible group or, you know, watch a church online. Flatirons Church is great. It's here out of Colorado. It is non-denominational. I mean, Christian, you know, it's just a Bible. We believe in the Bible. That is, you know, in its authority and all the great things. And we believe Jesus is who he says he is. And I think that's a great start um, for those who maybe are a little timid. But you can check that out online and, you know, keep listening. Keep trying to understand. And yes, ultimately, it's your decision and nobody's forcing you. But here's some of these things. It, they don't have to be, you know, so religious based and so off base for the world and for what we're experiencing for you not to hear it and to gain wisdom or knowledge from it and wisdom on how to use it. So really quickly, again, the armor of God is the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the shoes of peace. God's word is truth and it serves as our foundation. And if we can put on the armor of God, if we can spend a little time With God and learning these things, learning these pieces. And hey, I just got to give a shout out because they have all sorts of fun, like uh, go fish games. They have, you know, little cutout things you can do. They have cool stickers um, as a reminder that you can stick on your desk or whatever else. There are so many different things that you can keep around to remind you of the armor of God and if you're using it or not. But then also you can go back to some of these podcasts that I have posted previously and um, ask God for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which include the knowledge and wisdom on how to use these certain things. But we won't go into that in too much detail, but you'll want to consider digging deeper and going and reading in Ephesians about the armor of God And some guidance in there, there's guidance in marriage and um, how we should act as Christians for those of us that are, and for those of us that are, you know, maybe considering, you know, kind of the structure for that. And um, in general, though, you know, it's not rocket science. It's to love one another. It's to respect one another. It's to do all the things that we know that we need to do, that we don't do. Right now, I want you to go back to those five Ds and think of one. Did one stand out to you that um, you maybe think the devil's trying to squeeze his little fingers in? What one is getting at you the most? And could you apply the armor of God to this in order to help you? I'd encourage you to just get online and Google maybe some of the difficulties you're having, maybe some Bible verses that can help you with that and see what happens. I mean, what do you have to lose? If, even if you are not a believer yet, and even if you are, you can you know, find guidance in the Word and help through these challenging times or when you face these so-called five Ds. So head back and listen to this in those five Ds and kind of go over. Maybe you have one for each even. Um, What really rocks your world over there? And go ahead and write that out and then Google some of it and Google some of the help. Personally, I can say that the devil has tried to defeat me over and over and over again, trying to make me feel like a failure because of my health conditions. I feel like a Um, dysfunctional wife half of the time, or even a mother, especially when my kid can get up before I can even get up and she's feeding the dogs and she's making her breakfast and um, all all of those things. And then I can also say that he makes diversions for me and makes me think that, oh, running is shiny and great and fun and you should just focus your attention on that or whatever the reason being, except for the reason being God. And then, you know, we can delay things, right? We delay, you know, goals, races, purposes. I have delayed um, creating my book. And I do think my book will be impactful. And I have now made the structure for it this year. And I plan to have it complete. And that book will be The Art of Suffering Beautifully. And we will go through... A whole bunch of fun stuff, fun chapters with that. And I will not let the devil divert me. And I will not doubt my goals because I know that he has placed that and pr- tried to plant seeds in my brain about not completing these certain things. And nobody will buy it, or nobody will come, or nobody's listening, and nobody's supporting. And you know what's funny? Is have you ever, you know, just really kind of felt down in the dumps about maybe all this effort that you're putting in at a certain time about something, maybe it's a project or this or that. And all of a sudden you're just blown away with the comments and emails and the support that you receive that you have no idea where it came from and you weren't complaining about it, you weren't crying, you weren't whining about it, yet... uh. You were sad inside and all of a sudden you get all of this support. And I can tell you that maybe that should be one of your checklist things too. Homework thing from this podcast is, you know, tell somebody that you, maybe there's another podcaster you like their podcast. Maybe tell somebody that, you know, um, you love the way that they do something. Just that support that you you may think that the person already knows that they have that they might not have. And of course, because you don't want them to feel discouraged and that's when things disappear, right? Um, I got to be honest, you know, I host a Bible study. I host online mobility class for everybody. And the thing is, is yes, it is very difficult to find a time and a place for everybody to participate and everybody to come every time. But the reality is you can't expect me to continue to sacrifice my time and do that If you're not showing up and if you're not encouraging somebody to show up too, then, you know, it goes downhill from there. So you get it. So make sure that you are showing up and supporting, you know, your local farmer, your, your, um, you know, local restaurant, your, those things that you like, that you think that people already know, including your spouse, including your kids, tell them you love them. And I'm going off on a rant now. So I am just going to close there. Make sure you dive into the armor of God. It's in Ephesians. You can look it up and then you can also check out those five D's. They're in Genesis. Because if you don't change anything, nothing will change. And this year you can absolutely change something to make it all worthwhile. You can dive into the Bible. You can actually show up for yourself in order to build a stronger faith, and you can absolutely build a stronger foundation, especially within this first quarter. It will be a process. You can do this. Stick by next time for some more fun stuff. I am actually going to go over balance, overwhelm, overtraining and overdoing it as opposed to the opposite, which we've been talking about planning, making a solid foundation, and creating just a stronger effort overall in order to build up off of. But sometimes we can go overboard with that too, huh? So stay tuned for that one. Thanks. Brain clutter can add up fast. Find your fight with our SheRugged Empowerment Program, sign up for our newsletter, and get free tips for eating healthy when traveling. Go to our website, SheRugged.com, and share the love. Subscribe, share, and leave a review for our monthly giveaways. Thanks for listening. Let your light shine.